This is Jabberwocky Podcast number seven with David Deloge and me, Adam Deloge. Good evening, David. Good evening. Wow, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, boy. That took me forever to practice. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Have, have you been practicing? Yeah, for the past five minutes, I've just been saying that <laughs> in my room. <laughs> I had to listen to him a couple times to make sure I was saying it right. But I think I did good. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Pretty well, that is actually. good to hear. Did you listen to the last episode? I did. I listened to it at work today. Was it good? What did you think? I liked it, yeah. Any I, comments? Um, I was laughing so hard <laughs> at, <laughs> at you, like the image of you. Uh, just the fact that you like stuck a plunger <laughs> to your face. I like I had to put my like head in my hands at my desk because and I was like the people like my coworkers are gonna think I'm nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I actually have an update on that. Well, first thing is is that I've gotten a few texts about it of why I did that, but this morning. <laughs> I was in the shower again, and I found myself <laughs> with the plunger in my hand. And I kid you <laughs> well, not, I stick it on my face again. I don't even know why. I just no. put it on my face. And I thought, why did I just do that? So I, I, <laughs> took, it, I took it off very gently, and I, I put okay. it down. I did not. I just, <laughs> I just put it so, down because I, mean, I didn't want the temptation. <laughs> where are you... Where are you putting it? Like on your forehead, on your cheeks? It's on. It's. I put it. It sticks the best, like under slash on my chin. <laughs> okay. So, and it gets really good suction <laughs> there. Okay. And that's. Did I that's... in the last episode? Did I say that I had a very I had a red mark? Yes, you did have a mark. Yeah, I think it's gone now. But. Along that string of those kind of stories, there's a story that I haven't told on this episode. And really, yeah, that I haven't told on this podcast or to anyone, really. I think the only people I've told it to is you. I think Zoe was there and mom. Oh, is this about the sink? Yes. But I haven't told anyone else, so I'm going to tell that story. (laughs) All right. So if you don't know me, I have a history with doing things with fire. That's just who I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a part of me. So I think two years ago, I got in trouble for making a flamethrower out of sunscreen. And I burnt the counter with one of those cooking cooking torches that you like and you like do stuff with that and I accidentally burnt the counter and I got in trouble for that and so some would say some would think he's probably learned learned his lesson from that well a few I think it was last month actually my parents were out of town and I was alone and so the way (laughs) and so the first night and here's this is a little detail of the story that I didn't even tell mom, but now she's gonna know. 
the first night, I lit every single candle we have in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Not even joking. Every single candle. You're telling me that. I didn't tell you that. This is a new detail that I didn't tell anyone. I lit every single candle in the house, which is probably 10 candles. I don't even know why I did we that. Have that I think many I just, candles? Yeah, there's a lot of... I was surprised, too. And so, I think I just did it out of spite. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to light every single candle in the house, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop me. And there was no one to stop me. So, the candles were lit, and I was messing around with one of these candles. And it was a red candle, so I had red wax. And I got some in the sink. I spilled some hot wax in the sink and I thought, okay, that is fine. And I go on my merry way. I extinguish all of the rest of the candles. I put them back so that no one knows that I lit all of the candles because I didn't ever think that I'd be telling anyone that I lit every single candle in the house because everything I thought was fine and fine and dandy. That was Thursday night. Um, so the weekend goes on, they are returning on Monday. So Sunday, I am frantically cleaning the house. Sure. Make it clean as you do because it had gotten messy. So I clean, cleaning the house and I arrive back at the sink and back at the wax that I had not yet cleaned up and I scrape it up. However, I don't know what had happened. I don't know if like if I had cleaned it up right away this wouldn't have happened or it was a result of me waiting days to clean it up. But I scrape up the wax and there is uh, there's red spots where the wax was in the sink. Which does not bode well for me because I have a track record of doing things with fire. And so I was freaking out a little, but I remember the last time I burned the counter, mom used steel wool to see if you could scrape it out. So I thought, all right, I'm going to use some steel wool. Steel wool doesn't work. It's still there. I try washing it several times. doesn't work. I use some other methods that I don't really want to say on air <laughs> because it would probably get me in more trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Here, here's what I, I also used a tiny bit of sandpaper, very small, delicate amount of sandpaper. And here was also my line of logic. You remember that cooking flamethrower from two years prior? Uh oh. I thought <laughs> it's wax, right? So I should just be able to melt it. <laughs> so I I get that bad boy out but this time I'm being very careful <laughs> alright so I put I put it on the lowest setting and I hold it very far away and nothing happens so yeah someone like trying to break into your house somebody's like banging on my window I don't know if they know that I'm recording I mean Caleb's changing his oil I think Tucker might just be trying to mess with me Okay, so nothing's working. 
all of my solutions uh-huh. have not worked. Sure. However, we have one final solution, and that is some paint. Mm. And so I have this acrylic paint, which goes on as paint, but then dries as plastic. So I thought, this will be perfect. Eventually, it'll just like wash off, but that'll be months from now, and no one will ever notice. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. So it goes on as paint, dries, dries on as plastic. And so your logic was? It'll just like wash off. What? The, the paint? paint? Will, the paint plastic will eventually deteriorate, I assume. Yes, because as we know, most plastics dissolve in water. I It's paint too, so I don't know exactly how it's going to function. Not, okay, in the okay, okay. This is uncharted territory so, for me. All right, so I'm not I'm okay. not often painting sinks with acrylic paint. So I do that. So and it looks uh, pretty good. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out here. Probably at maybe too late of a juncture. Okay. <laughs> so mom knows this story. Yes. Dad does not know this story. I. Don't think so. <laughs> so, because he, I, I still live in his house. <laughs> I don't know if slash how often, um, Dad listens to the podcast. I don't. I think he think has. He I don't think he listens to it that much. I think he has listened to at least some of it. Uh, um, okay. So I'm just gonna throw that out here for you that there is a slight at at, at least a slight risk that dad will be listening to this podcast and well, it's just a risk I'm going to have to take. And if something happens, I'll update you guys next week. Maybe I should have put, I should have put this story at the end of the podcast instead at the top. Anyways, they get home Monday. I painted the sink on a Sunday, Tuesday. I'm driving mom somewhere. And she asked me, if anything had happened during <laughs> the week. And at that point, I knew that I was ratted out because I'm a terrible liar. And, well, I'm a terrible liar, but also I can't lie to my mother. So, I had to tell wait, her. wait, why can't you? Why like can't saying, I like, lie? Capable of it or like you refuse to do it? It's morally wrong to lie to your mother. Okay. So, I told her the truth. And you know what? I agree with you on that one. Morally Didn't, wrong to lie to anybody, actually. That is true. But especially mothers. And you know what? Didn't get in trouble. So, and I'm not saying that I should have. And mom, if, when you're listening to this, don't think that you should punish me at all. Because I learned my lesson. And I think that's the most valuable punishment <laughs> I could ever receive. <laughs> So now everyone knows that full story. I'm probably never going to be lighting every single candle in the house again. I've been there. I've lit every single candle in the house that we. Well, no, yeah, I think I have. In your yeah, house actually, or our house? Our, didn't our one, house. Didn't, our house here in Kentucky. Didn't one of your roommates leave a candle lit for an extended period of time while no one was home? Uh, possibly. We haven't had any candle mishaps. 
That's good. Um, I think somebody maybe like knocked over, almost knocked over a candle. Somebody did knock over a candle once, but that's like, we haven't had any like flammability issues, but yeah. Well, I, you see, well, nothing bad happened. House is still okay. here. Nothing was burned. Yeah. Except for the sink. Slightly. A little bit. I lit every candle in our house when we were having company over. We were having a bunch of people over. Oh. So I was like, you know what? This is a men's house. Men's houses have a reputation. Like bachelor pads have a reputation for being very stinky. So I was like, uh, you know what? Was it all the just, same? We are going to dispel that stereotype. What? Was it all the same scented candle? No, or it was. Was it a different scent for every room? Because that seems almost worse. They were all different. They were all different than, scents. I think I might not have lit the candle in the bathroom, which is ironic. Try to hold on to that. Well, I try to hold on to that one till like after we need it, just because it's a much yeah. smaller candle. True. But then we were we were. I received some oh, excuse news. Me. I I I heard of some criticism, or some, not criticism, but just uh, the candle. The the um, every candle in the house did not pull did not pull well, and I heard that through the grapevine. Hmm. Our house was compared to a Hollister, I hear. <laughs> Or a Bed Bath and Beyond, or a, no, a Bath and Body. I would, I would almost, I would, I would be proud to say that our house smells like a Bath and Body Works. That would be quite an achievement. I've been to Bath and Body Works several times, and it's a very, it's a very, very uh, it's a nice atmosphere there. Okay, so I told you that I had a special activity planned. You do? Yes, you did. Also, tell me that. I do, Which and I did. You did, and you do. Which and is good. so, yeah. So recently, you told me that you are really struggling with how famous you are now because of this podcast, and <laughs> and you don't like <laughs> parts of your life. Wait, being on blast. I did I say that on the air? We didn't. That was no. That was, episode that was that the last episode. Yeah, that was the last yeah. episode. And so. Yesterday, last night, I was looking on the internet, surfing it, looking for podcast ideas because I figure it's probably better to, you know, put some effort into this. So, did you and, just Google podcast ideas? Was that your yes? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a surprisingly large amount of articles written on podcast ideas, but one that I found was this lady said, "Ask your, ask the Proust questionnaire." So I was interested. So I looked up what this Proust questionnaire, what the Proust questionnaire is. And it's basically this old parlor game that you answer the questions and they reveal the person's true nature. So I figured that since you're really struggling, (laughs) since you're really struggling with people knowing about your life, what better way to combat that by telling everyone your true nature? So I'm, here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say going into this. Okay. Um, and it'll be it'll be like a Jocko Q and A. I'll do the echo okay. thing where I go next question. I and I can say you, check. And you can do things like, well, it's really a simple answer, and the answers are all 
inside of yourself? The, the answer is either discipline or leadership. <laughs> Extreme ownership. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I know all the Jocko phrases. So, okay. So. so, okay, I'm just going to preface this by saying... Are you looking uh, at it right now? Did you look up the no. PRAFS questionnaire? Okay, don't. No, I want to be surprised. But I'm going to say, I just want to tell... I just want to tell people for the sake of like honesty, um, I'm going to reserve my right to like answer these in a possibly, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, I think outright lie. (laughs) Well, we already discussed. I don't know. Okay. You're saying, you're saying reveal your true nature. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, I'm not necessarily going to answer these in a, 100% 100% transparent way. Okay. They're so really... I'm just going to I'm just going to say instead of like lying about it, I'm just going to say bear in mind that there may be some poetic license taken with some of okay. my responses. So don't be deceived into thinking that I am necessarily answering this with complete authenticity. Okay. I don't know what the well, questions are, so maybe they're, they're not, not going to be not that, that hard. Some of them are a little bit Okay. Well, well, I I guess we'll get to the end and all. I might not ask you all of them. There's 35 questions, but they're pretty, they're a little dense. So we're going to start off, we're going to start off with an easy one. Okay. Okay. What is your greatest fear? My greatest fear? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very afraid of, I don't know that I have something that I can pick out as like my greatest fear per se, I can give you some of my fears. Uh, I'm afraid of eternity because I don't understand it. And here's the thing. I was talking about this last night because I watched Interstellar. And you know, I'm going to try to avoid spoiling Interstellar, but the physics in Interstellar are not, yes, but they're not, my, my understanding is that they're not Obviously, there's some poetic license taken, but they're not necessarily that far off of what we know about actual physics and like quantum physics and metaphysics and stuff. Correct. And so, like, based on what little I know about all of those things, it makes it like, like that idea of like space outside of the universe and outside the space time continuum is like a thing. And so, like, like extra dimensions, basically. And so my thinking about eternity, because usually we think about eternity as being like endless linear time, I think that what we're probably talking about but don't can't understand, certainly wouldn't have been able to understand in biblical times because we didn't understand physics to that degree, is actually being outside of the space-time continuum. And so I think, I think that what we know about metaphysics and that it is possible to be outside the space, like the knowledge that the universe basically has boundaries and time has boundaries and it's possible to like transcend those theoretically speaking is evidence of what like eternity would consist of more so not that we can never actually like physically access that as as um, three dimensional space time humans, but like 
theoretically speaking, like we understand that that extra space exists. And I think that's probably what eternity is and is like, which really, I just, that just freaks me out. I don't know why. I just don't like thinking about it. Um, because we're so like, if you, <laughs> like you have to really, it's hard to, to even comprehend like how, like just comforting it is to exist in three dimensional space time. And when you think like, I don't know, you have to kind of think about like what it would be like to like completely, like you're saying you don't exist in three dimensional space time and how freaky that would be like, and just like how much of your existence depends, like even your thoughts, like even your own thoughts function in, in like in, in, in a linear time fashion, like, if you think about transcending that dimension, that's just really freaky. So that freaks me out in conjunction with that. I'm also afraid of, I don't know if I'm afraid of dying per se. I'm afraid of aging. Um, Okay. I also, I have a fear probably my greatest fear also goes in along with this. And I know it's a fear that you have as well. And that is the fear of memory loss. Yes. I'm afraid of memory loss. also have that fear, but it's not, it's my fear is, is that I don't want to forget all of the music that I want to listen to. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to forget my life. I mean, yeah, that too. But mainly, it's I feel like there's too much music, and I'm gonna forget it. And so, it's a very specific application of yeah, I know fear of memory loss. I'm but afraid memory of memory loss. loss. I'm afraid of just generally like losing functionality of myself. Yeah, like not. I'm not afraid of like necessarily like being a certain age, but I'm afraid of like the side effects of aging and just like how that will yeah like how yeah like i'm just i'm just concerned about how that's going to affect my quality of life all right good answers check i have other fears too i'm afraid of regrets but i'm not very good at staying i'm i'm better at creating opportunities for me to be afraid of regret than i am actually living regret free so next question Jocko. <laughs> Check. Check. <laughs> David, which living person do you admire? Do you most admire? Living person do I most admire? I don't think I can answer that one. I don't think there's a single like living person that I like most admire. Who are some honorable mentions? It's a tough question. Um, no, it's like not. I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you one person I really admire. I really admire Mr. Mark. I think he's a pretty right. cool guy. I really respect his ability to live life to the fullest and also make an impact in his life. Is Jocko not at all on this? Well, I didn't want to say him because I feel like I feel like I should choose people who have been like like spiritual 
No, yeah, I definitely admire Jocko, but I admire like I wouldn't. I admire parts of his life, but don't admire other parts of his life. I guess. I don't. What was the question? I don't <laughs> admire anyone because we're all the same. <laughs> I admire you. Every man is equal. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I admire you. I wow, appreciate your ability. You. you have a you have a real just my uh, ability. <clears throat> you just have a real enthusiasm for life, and I really appreciate your sense of wit. I was thinking about this today. I was like, I really I, like your sense of humor. I feel like is very. Uh, it's a little bit more tr- uh, true to like the type that I appreciate. Not, and I. It's it's not a Kentuckian sense of humor. Not that people in Kentucky aren't funny, <laughs> but you, but you have a, a I have a sense West of humor. Coast humor. <clears throat> it's West not even Coast like a West Coast humor. It's like a I don't know. It's a, I think it's a humor I connect with because we come from the same background. So I think our that senses is of humor, true. like, are probably similar and manifest in different ways, but like. I don't, there's just not Kentucky in humor. As far as I have seen it, it's just not good. It doesn't have that. It doesn't have, there's a little like extra something that your sense of humor has that I appreciate. That's not there in Kentucky and humor. So recently not the Kentuckians I've, aren't funny. Recently I've been thinking about my humor and <laughs> I wish that I was better at improv because I've been listening. I found this podcast that is this every week they do an improvised musical like an hour-long improvised musical wow and is the music improvised too yeah they just have a guy in there like playing the piano and on the drums and they just start talking and then they just turn it into probably six or seven songs mm. and it's incredible and i'm What's very jealous um it's called um um i forget Ah. Text it to me. I'll put text it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. <clears throat> and I'm very jealous, and I wish that I was that good at improv. So. All right. Check. Check. Okay. Next question. Are you saying it slowly on purpose, or are you like no. having difficulty I'm, looking it up? I'm looking. I'm looking for a good one. Which words or phrases do you? Oh, we're not most... going in order. Nah, I'm not hitting all of them. The first, the first oh. one, you took a while to like answer. So I'm just, I'm trying to. I can go faster if you need to. Okay. Just next question. Okay. Which words or phrases do you most overuse? Theoretically, um, no worries. I like that one. Wow. Really. Yeah. I That's like really worries. funny because why someone who we both know often uses no worries and we used to laugh at the fact that he said no worries all the time. <laughs> Is that Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, no worries is a pretty is a pretty like utilitarian, I don't know, I just like it. It's like it means what it means. I like it. I really come around to it. Do you use it's like a very hakuna pauses. matata phrase? <laughs> what? You use vocal pauses. Like um Do I use uh, vocal pauses? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I sure I do. I even use that in my uh, texting. You put vocal like pauses in. Well, well, I say like a lot. When yeah, I, I think people do use the word like a lot. I've been I trying. The word like. I've lot. been trying really hard like to cut lot. down. <laughs> I've been trying very hard to cut down on vocal pauses, just because I had a public speaking class and she didn't want us to use any vocal pauses. So I figured if I didn't use it in my regular speech, then I wouldn't use it in a public speech. And I think it's worked. I use the phrase for sure too much. And I used to say it a lot more, but then I got self-conscious about it. But I really like the phrase for sure because it sounds very nice. Like if someone asked me to do something, I just go for sure. There's a phrase we used to use too much. Hmm? There's a phrase we used to use too much. Um, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. But now it's, now it's big ups. Big ups. So. Um, check. Check. Next question. I feel good. I feel like Jacko. <laughs> Which talent would you most like to have? Like a real world talent, like not like a superpower. Real world talent. Um, I think for me, I, I don't want to, I don't have the desire to like, be able to like mingle with anybody. Like, I don't, I don't like, there's some people who like go to parties and they can just like, they float, walk into the room and they love, yeah, they float and they love just going around to people and talking to everybody and like being friends with everybody. I don't have the desire to like do that. I wouldn't necessarily get enjoyment out of that, like doing that for its own sake. I'm more of like a, I like to focus on a couple people, you know, hang out with them. I prefer, I prefer, you know, small groups over like parties and stuff, but I think I, my, the talent that I would like is just to be one of those people who can just like talk to anybody and, you know, have an interesting conversation and, you know, make friends with people easily. That would be the talent that I would choose. Okay. Because that's, that's an area where I struggle. I typically, I'm told that I come off as intimidating. Yeah. Well, hopefully not after this podcast. You just point that. Hopefully, if they, if they think you're intimidating, just point them to this podcast, and then just they'll like, see your true character. You'll see that I'm a ridiculous person. I can't be taken seriously. Okay, my talent that I wish I had is the talent of legitimately understanding math. Like, <laughs> like. So your the talent you want is math. Yeah. So I'll watch movies like A Beautiful Mind and like Goodwill Hunting. Okay. And overall, the one emotion that I have during those movies is jealousy. Because <laughs> I'm so jealous that they understand math. So you just want to be really good at math. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, can't you, that seems, feels like that's. I mean, like, okay. So I've said this before and I, I haven't said it on this podcast, but it's, <laughs> it's a, it's an idea that I believe in that math is not 
it's not like you're born with it or you're born like you're born to understand math or you're born to not understand math because math is all logic so you can learn it however there are some people whose brains work more linearly more is that a word linearly more linearly Linearly is a word i believe yeah than other people's like dad's brain Uh works very linear that's very good at math and therefore he's good at math however that doesn't mean that you're you can't ever understand math my brain does not work very linear so it's i have to work really hard to understand math so sometimes i just wish that i could be a matt damon genius and do math problems at mit because hmm. that's interesting seems pretty fun to me honestly i watch those movies and i think man that looks like so much fun <laughs> i wish it was so weird oh okay so recently i asked dad a math problem you know what he said to me? He said, I, oh, I think you told me about this. He said, I don't know, David. <laughs> that is the most that I've never. What that's was the my problem? Like, was it a super it was complicated just, it was, problem? It wasn't though? even a super complicated problem. It was like a simple logarithm problem. And he just said, I don't know. And I thought, but did he try to work it out? No, <laughs> he just like, <laughs> I handed in the paper. I said, how do you do this problem? He looked at it. He just said, I don't know. <laughs> and then they handed me the paper back. <laughs> and I thought, this is not good. <laughs> this is, we're all in big trouble if dad can't figure this out. Oh, yeah, that is kind of scary. And after I watched A Beautiful Mind, I asked him if he understood the math he was doing. And he said no. Now, however, the math they're doing in A Beautiful Mind is very complex math. Yeah. But to us, Dad has always been like the pinnacle of sure. all math knowledge. He's basically Archimedes. Cause he, yeah, basically cause he knows how to do so much math, but apparently there's a limit to dad's knowledge. And so I would like to either be Matt Damon or the guy from a beautiful mind. However, I don't want the schizophrenia like the guy in the beautiful mind. Okay. I'd rather be Matt Damon, but less of a jerk. So, you're just talking about... Because Matt Damon so was like, here's, still kind of, you know, cool. But he was a little bit of a jerk. That's true. He was. But, so I guess that's interesting. Because, see, I wonder what Dad's talent would be that he would wish he had. Because the talent that I wanted, you have. And the talent that you want, Dad has. Wow. So... That's crazy. Yeah. I maybe, guess we're all maybe, just jealous maybe of each it's other. A ta- <laughs> maybe his talent is a thing that you have. Or my other talent would be able to read books. And I'm not saying that I'm illiterate. I'm just saying that I want to have the talent to be able to read books and not get bored. Like you can. But I've been told that I can't... Re- I am not... I've been told I can't read books because I haven't found my niche of books that I want to read. And I suppose yeah, that's I don't read as much as I used to. I mean, you read comic books. Like, I that's something. Don't, not even. <laughs> the, Do you so, read? <clears throat> I have not read a book in a very long time. Just because. Do you do audiobooks? No. Try that. And that would probably be great too, because I like podcasts. However, 
yeah, I love audiobooks. The beginning of winter break, I was going to go to the library to get some comic books because I was thinking about the library. <laughs> I was thinking about them earlier in the year and I thought I would love to go read those books. And so I was going to go to the library, but I chickened out because Why? I, <laughs> because I thought I felt like, a, cause I haven't been to the library in so long. I felt like they would know and something bad would happen to me. <laughs> so they would like witch hunt me because they knew I had not been in a library for probably three or four years. <laughs> like they're going to judge you for not Yeah, reading? I thought that maybe my library card, when I scan it, was going to rat me out or something. So I still have not gone to the library, but I still want to. So maybe I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we, can, maybe we can go. Okay, um, next question. Next question. What do you consider your greatest achievement? graduating college i don't wouldn't say that's my greatest achievement i don't know or have you not lived know. long enough to have a greatest achievement i don't think i have achieved my greatest achievement yet do you think you'll ever achieve a greatest achievement uh that depends on your metrics but yeah my greatest achievement. i mean um Actually, my greatest achievement, I guess, would be uh, making it to heaven. That would be a great achievement. That's kind of post-mortem. All, yeah, but I mean, that would be my final achievement and also my greatest achievement. Okay, how about... And all of my other achievements achievement, would pale in comparison. How about a greatest achievement that you achieve while you're alive? Oh, well, that's just vanity of vanities. Always vanity. <laughs> Man is born, um, man lives, man dies, and it's all vanity. Wow. Deep, deep cake reference there. Um, <laughs> I would say one of my greatest achievements to date has been graduating college. Wow. Just on the basis of it took a long time. I guess I'll say, I mean, yeah, like finishing my education, I guess, because like from the time you're what, like four years old until now I've spent the past like 18 years of my life doing school, doing formal schooling. And now I have finally, I've reached the point where it's like everything was leading up to this. And now you're Every, free. Everything was, everything was leading up to me being a graphic designer at Camping World. And now... <laughs> And here you are. Here I am. And everything I've was leading it. up to me to starting this podcast. I was also thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, would like 10-year-old me ever thought that I would be making a podcast? 10-year-old you wouldn't even know what a podcast exactly. is. Exactly. That was, that was, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I had no idea what a podcast was at 10 years old. How crazy is that? I didn't either. I had no idea. Did podcasts even exist at 10 years old? I think they did. They've been around for a while, but I don't know if they were. They're definitely not as big as they are now. I. All right. Check. Okay. If you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? Person or a thing. And also another 
person. I would definitely want to come back as, as a, a person. person. I want to come back as a thing so I can live forever. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Wait, so is that is it like asking for as a specific person or thing? Or just a uh, person or thing? It's a Shoot. specific person or a specific thing. Not just pick between one. Uh, now, if you came back as a thing, back. would you be a sentient thing? Like Toy Story or like the things from Beauty and the Beast? That sounds very unpleasant. Probably. Okay, I'll come back. I think I'd want to be a person. Ooh, I think I would come back as like somebody just, who is really good at sports. That's my other talent that I wish I had. I wish I was good too. at sports. <laughs> I would come back as someone who understands do. math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a math kid. And yeah, I would be the child of like a really good athlete. But, but my like question really is good ath- really good athlete who like never made it, you know. Oh. So my Just, question is is this is an idea that I, I thought about as a young child. Was Is this one of the Proust questions or No, this is a tangent. An Adam. Okay. Is I would think about what if I got to start over as a baby, but I remember my life before starting yeah i think but but like it's like a groundhog day but you're starting your life over but you only get it one time so it's not like every time you hit 18 you start over again and i would think about what i would do differently i would think about if i would warn anybody about anything or if i would meet people and say like hey are you also traveling back in time yeah it's like a groundhog day so you like are reborn again, but now you're sentient as a 18-year-old in a baby's body, which is, I don't know if I would like that. But I think like, would I warn anybody about anything? And how would I convince people that I in fact have lived before? Because I feel like no one would believe us or me. I feel like, I feel like if you were a baby who could speak and predict the articulation of an 18 year old people would probably <laughs> believe you if we show the podcast we go i guess it wouldn't like, exist you'd be like in, people, in you'd be like hey years. dude i've been alive before and people would be like no you haven't you're a baby like no they'd be like wow this baby is talking like an adult human would that's you, weird would you invest would you go hey dad invest in this yeah, I would say, hey, dad, invest in. What would you tell him to invest in? Amazon. Amazon. Oh, I tell yeah. him to invest in Amazon. What about Tesla? That's, I would just. Uh, just would you do the major. Tesla's doing so hot. Would right you now. do Amazon, Google, and, and uh, Apple? Ooh, nah, not Facebook. Well, I tell him Facebook yeah. for, yeah, I tell him Facebook for a while and pull out. Because then it's going to get real rough. Right. Like, right. Right before everything goes yeah. down. I'd say don't invest in MySpace. <laughs> invest in Instagram, invest. Snapchat. For sure, yeah. Google, Facebook, YouTube. Well, yeah, you Basically YouTube. all of the successful internet companies yeah. right now. And Amazon. And then boom, we're richer. Okay. Don't invest in Napster. Don't invest in Napster. Next question. What is your favorite occupation? A very vague uh, question. No, that doesn't mean does what is mean? your occupation. Just out of all the jobs there are, 
What is your favorite one? Uh, wow, that's a tough one. Superhero. <laughs> that's not really an occupation, though, because they're not getting paid. Professional CrossFit athlete. <laughs> that's a good one. Are you going to start jujitsu? Are you going to start doing jujitsu? You should. I don't know, man. Are you going to just go to CrossFit? I am going to go to CrossFit. My favorite occupation is whatever occupation keeps me living my life at a very comfortable level. I thought it wasn't what your occupation is or like what you're, you want to do. No, it's just I don't want to be a professional CrossFit athlete. I just think that's I a think cool you job. Would. I think you would like to. I think it's a cool job. Whoever is... Doing- I would like to be... like I would like to... I don't think I would like... I mean... I, I don't think I would enjoy like just the amount of like discipline and sacrifice they have to make. Like, wow. So much sacrifice and constantly discipline. working out. Dude, they have to like constantly work out, constantly eat. Like they can't do anything else. Like Matt Frazier, like literally all he does is wake up, work out, eat. That sounds foam roll, amazing. foam roll while watching Netflix, go to sleep, wake up, repeat. That sounds like for a great months life. on end. David, that sounds amazing. I mean, you just don't have that drive. No, like yeah, a like CrossFitter. You don't have like the discipline. Worked, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Is like I'd be kind of like, hey, I'd kind of like to like stay up late and hang out with my friends for can't the weekend. That. Nope, you can't. You got to sleep. You got to recover. Like, it would just be really, really difficult. I mean, it'd be cool to like be competing, but. <laughs> But also, like, that's what it takes now. Like, if people want to beat Matt Frazier, like, they have to – it's got to just be wake up, work out, eat, go to bed. I think it would be cool to go to the Olympics, but one time. Just be like, wow, that was cool. Bye, guys. I think that would yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep do going like back one. to the Olympics. <clears throat> just one time. One and done. Check. Do like one Olympic. Yeah. One, I would just like one gold medal. All right. Check. Next question. Next question. Who is your hero? I'm not going to ask that question. Uh, I will, even though I know what the answer is. Who is your hero of fiction? My hero of fiction? Batman. Yeah. Well, no surprise there. Yeah. My hero fiction is Matt Damon from Good Will Hunting because <laughs> he's a smart math genius. <laughs> uh, oh, I got to think okay. about that. Who is my hero of fiction? Well, I have a uh, side question okay. for you. Are we going to go see the new Aquaman movie? Yes, but right. I'm going to hate you're it. In, you're about that. It, well, I, yeah, watched, I, think, I don't think it's going to be that good. It's going to be really bad. I watched. Oh wait, did you hear about the Pitbull Africa thing? Pitbull Africa. Pitbull thing? made a cover of the song Africa for Aquaman. Hmm. Not even joking. That seems weird. Wait, did he? I'm not seeing it. Maybe that was a lie. There is a song that he did make called "Ocean to Ocean." But anyways. I watched Justice League recently, and Aquaman, first of all, Jason Momo seemed like a really good pick at first. 
However, you're saying he's not. He seemed like he had the potential to. He's got the body size. He's got the good looks, but he's not embodying the character. He doesn't. What do un- you think he needs to? He's not torn enough. Like he's just hanging out at the bar with, like in in Justice League, he's just hanging out with the bar. It's not at all what Arthur Curry would do because he's torn between is he a human or is he an Atlantean? So, <clears throat> so I don't know. We'll see. Not high hopes. Okay. More excited for Endgame. Right. Mm, yeah, Endgame I watched the trailer good. for that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I'm also I'm you also excited. That with Kitty. Infinity War. Yeah, we watched Infinity War with Kitty. Mm-hmm. She was not a fan. <laughs> Yeah, because they all died. She did not like. She did not like the ending. I also want to go see. I that was trying to explain to her the new Spider-Man. Yeah, the Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. It looks really good. It's gotten really. It's got. It's ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good. And it's from the creators of the Lego Batman movie. Hmm. Oh, all right. That makes me more interested. And the soundtrack is awesome because they did that like that like Black Panther thing where they got a whole bunch of hip hop artists make songs for it. And they're basically all just about being Spider-Man, which is amazing. Did you, did you see that? I saw some like trailer for the Lego movie too. I have not seen that on, on Instagram. And it was like this holiday thing. It was pretty funny because Batman was wearing like a holiday sweater that like was like a bat suit or whatever. And so it had his abs on it. And he's like, Alfred, the sweater only has eight abs. Not cool, bro. <laughs> okay. Check. Next question. What are your favorite names? Like just in general? Just in general. What are your favorite names? I'm a big fan of uh, the name David. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I had one that you know, I kind of like. I kind of like Ruby. Dasher. Dancer. Prancer. <laughs> Crasher. Thrasher. <laughs> Basher. And Fireball. <laughs> I kind of like the name. I, like, I, <laughs> I kind of like the name Ruby. Ooh. I'm not about that name. You're not? You don't like I can't Ruby? pick out. No. Why not? It's an old lady name. No, it's, it's an not. Old lady name. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's not cool. I have a friend. Are we talking about names for naming children? I think just like... names in general. Just, just any names Ranger. that exist in the world. Ranger. I kind of like Rambo. If I knew it wouldn't have long-lasting impacts on my child, I would totally name my kid Rambo. I just, in a heartbeat, I'd say, you are Rambo now, son. I think... <clears throat> I'm a fan of Andy. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel Andy? about that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Once I heard it out loud. I I'm of the opinion... I am of the mind. I don't, I don't think everybody should do this. You should let your kids... I, my thinking them. is... No. Absolutely not. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> my thinking is that 
at what age would you let your kids pick your name their name because at about eight years old i when, was when they're old enough when they're old enough to legally change their name because at eight years old i was ready to i want i hate i was done with the name adam and i wanted to be austin <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, i'm tired of adam austin is a way cooler name switch my name to austin please Austin's have more fun, but I'm glad that I stuck with Adam. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think people should like names are like branding. I'm so yeah, like a good brand. What, yeah. I'm, your name is your brand. It is. So you need to, you need to consider it from all angles. I think. Okay. What next question? Here's a, another vague one. What is it that you most dislike? Just think, the lack of discipline. Things, yeah, right. What time do you get up this morning? <laughs> like seven thirty. Wow. Then I went back to sleep. Then oh. I got up at eight ten. Oh. Didn't even snooze. Wow. Because <laughs> uh, I'm disciplined. One thing that I dislike. I dislike bad orange chicken. That's my one that's my one dislike in the world. I don't I was just thinking about this something yesterday or like a couple of days ago that I was like, I really don't like that. Um I don't like it when I don't like it when people uh block intersections. Oh, that's been a problem a couple of times. Here's one thing that I've been trying to do as a person, David, and I don't know if you, if you have a problem with this, but I try very hard to not get angry when I drive. Oh yeah. Me either. You, so you're saying you try hard to not get angry or you I don't get angry. I don't get angry. Like when people block the intersection, I don't well, like, I'm just like, don't do that. Like it's, you're obstructing traffic. I think it's a it's it's a practice that will ripple throughout your life, though. Like if you can really get down, not being angry when you're driving, then you're going to be better at not getting angry at other stuff. It's probably true because I often find myself like there'll be situations where I'll just think, well, hmm, I could. I'll find myself trying to get a little bit annoyed. And then I think, okay, we're all trying to get somewhere. He didn't really, I mean, he didn't really pose a threat to me at all. He's just now one car ahead of me. And that's not really that big of a deal. So then I just let it go. And I think everyone would just be a lot happier if they just worked on not getting angry when they drive. So if you get angry when you drive, then it's like, now your whole day is ruined. So that's my challenge to you, listeners. Don't get angry when you drive. I don't think I've ever legitimately... Big ups to those of you who can manage your road rage. Big ups. I don't think I've ever legitimately used my horn. Ever. I hit my horn... Legitimately I'm, legitimately meaning like, like done a real honk or like used it in a legitimate reason. Like... 
in a legitimate reason. Like not, I hit out my of, horn, not out of anger. I hit my horn more on accident than I do because I <laughs> need to. One time I did it in a parking lot. I don't remember how this <laughs> I was driving in a parking lot. I was probably driving 10 miles an hour. There was no one in front of me. And I accidentally hit my horn and everyone looks at me. <laughs> it's just great. There's no one in front of me. It's the worst time to honk a horn. You should just like wave, wave. You should start waving everyone. Yesterday, I was driving home, and you know how to get home. You have to drive um, past a soccer field over a speed bump, and there's where, a, where are you coming home? Oh, across there's yeah. like a crosswalk. Sure, and yeah. so to the left of me is that hill with the path on it. And to the right of me is the soccer field. So I'm approaching, I'm approaching it, approaching the speed bump with the crosswalk. And to the left, I see a man riding a bike and he's kind of, he's like, you know how it's flat and then it dips down and then it hits the crosswalk. So there's like the flat part. That's there's like a flat parallel. part because it's a switchback. It's a, the flat part yeah. that's parallel with you, about- and then it dips down. Yeah. Okay. And so he's on his bike, and he's like halfway down that dip down part, but he's stopped. So I'm looking at him like, are you going to cross, or what's going on here, buddy? So I decide to go, but I see this guy try to get off his bike. <laughs> And he almost falls over. <laughs> he, like, he almost falls over. And so I'm driving past. And then he just looks up and looks at me. <laughs> and he's just smiling. And I thought, what am I supposed to... I, how do you... I was thinking, how do you recover from a moment like that? Of almost falling down. Just, an embarrassment. But how do you recover? You just, you just smile. That's what he did. He just looked at me and he smiled. I thought, I hope he... He was probably okay. laughing at himself like, man. Probably. But over. it was like he immediately looked up at me after he fell over. Which I felt was kind of weird. Because he was probably like, he was probably like, did that guy see me? <laughs> <laughs> but he seemed like a very nice man. So, big ups to him if he is listening right now. Okay, check. This is... You know what? We'll make this... This is the second to last one. Okay. 34. How would you like to die? Peacefully in my sleep. How would you not like to die? What do you think would be the worst way to die? Slow and painful. The worst way to die? Slow and painfully. Yes, I would say slowly and painfully is probably the worst way to die, generally speaking. Um. How would I, I mean. You just want to do it in your sleep? I mean, yeah, I just want to, I want to, I want to celebrate my 100th birthday by. <laughs> With your family, um, take a photo and then just die. Nope. I'm just going to like, I'm going to go, I'm going to deadlift a thousand pounds, <laughs> high five a grizzly bear, eat dinner with my family, At 100. tell them all I love them. And then I'm going to go to bed and not wake up. Wow. That's kind of like, uh. What happened to... Uh, that's not how that... I'm not going to spoil that movie. Never mind. You're going to deadlift a thousand pounds when you're 100? 
because by then they'll have yep, like that's bionic, my goal. you'll have bionic arms so they'll probably would have replaced yeah you. Ooh, i take that back i want to go down i want to go down in uh the line of duty as a cyborg vigilante oh you know what i'll team up with you and do that with you that's actually what i would like to do okay awesome. that sounds good but also painlessly just painlessly just like uh yep maybe someone you fight someone who has I a very and they just like kinda... Batman in the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises. That would be uh, perfect. Did he Save die? Everybody just did he actually die? Uh, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. We can't spoil that. That was so listeners. confusing. Hmm. Listeners, he may or may not have died. We, you'll have to watch the movie for yourself. Ben Affleck should have stuck to writing movies instead of acting in movies. He should have just left that, that to Matt Damon. Be true. I don't know enough about Ben Affleck to say whether or not he should have done Name a that. good movie Ben Affleck has been in that is not Goodwill Hunting. And you know what? I can't speak he's for been Ben in movies that have He's been in movies that have won awards. I can't speak to Ben Affleck because the only three data points I have are Daredevil, which I have not seen, but I've told, been told is really bad. Dark, the Batman movie, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League and Goodwill Hunting, which he was kind of just a supporting character in that. That's true. So, he was. I think they, they made him way too fat. He was so beefy. And it's just. As Batman? Yeah. He's like. He was like uh, <coughs> Carrie Fisher's lips trying to move. That's just what he looks like. To me. <laughs> He's like. He just. They look like they just injected him with so much Botox. He cannot. <laughs> they they injected him with a bunch of Botox and then they put on 50 puffer jackets. And so now he like has to turn. He basically has to do that Michael Keaton thing to turn his whole body when he needs to look. He's just so yeah. large and he just becomes impractical in fighting anyone. That's my, that's, you know what? That's what I dislike. That's I most dislike Ben Affleck. Batman. Bat, Batfleck. And Aquaman. Wow. And kind of the cyborg. He was just kind of... He was okay. The Flash seems okay. I don't know. Okay, last thing. Last question. What is your motto? I'll start with mine that I'm about to just make up. My motto is live fast and die hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's my motto. I'm going to get that tattooed on my back. Is that an actual saying? Uh, I think it seems like I it might that, be. I think that was like the slogan for the movie die hard. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Live um, fast, die. I think that might actually be one of the Die Hard sequels. No way. Is it? Le live fast, die hard, and leave a good-looking corpse. <laughs> live free or die hard. Live free or die hard. But I like live fast. But yours is yours is live fast and die hard. Yeah, but I like live fast um, and leave a good-looking corpse. 
And so that is my new motto. My motto is... Oh, that's from a Humphrey Bogart movie. My motto is... I don't have a motto. I'm just, um, Do you have a tagline for your life? Like if your life was a movie, what's the tagline? Well, the tagline... Because <laughs> I have a tagline um, for my life. What, like a series of mildly... It's a, it's a series of mildly inconvenient events. <laughs> the whole thing with the candles, mildly inconvenient. I The tagline for my life is probably like... Getting... I don't know. Getting... I like that. Trying not to be as bad at stuff <laughs> as ever, everybody else. Trying hard. And myself. <laughs> live, live long and try hard. <laughs> that's my live long to try hard. That's, that's that's mine. Live long and try hard. That sounds like a, a play on the live long and prosper. Live long and try hard. That's my other slogan. Live long and prosper. I I uh, I like Spock. I relate to Spock. In what way? He doesn't like to meet. He well, doesn't like, like to he, float with people in groups. He does not. No, you know, I don't know if this is true of like the original Spock, but in the new movies, the J.J. Abrams ones, Correct. Spock is like half human and half Vulcan, and so on Vulcan he's like criticized for being too emotional mm-hmm. but when he's hanging out with humans he's too rational to be able to he gives to connect off with a very Leonard, except for Zoe Saldana he gives off a very Sheldon vibe from Big Bang Theory he's basically almost exactly the character mm. of Big Bang Theory uh, except if, if Sheldon was like an awesome heroic space adventurer maybe i suppose okay well that was the proust questionnaire that wasn't all the questions they're just the ones that david would probably like to answer the most hopefully if you were unsure about david's true nature and my true nature you now still do not know what it is we're still now a mystery Hopefully, I'm still a mystery. And That's all I got going for me. If you see David mystery. from the Intrigue. podcast, and if you recognize David from the podcast, please go up to him and talk to him about the podcast to make him feel even more famous. Because I have... You don't I'm, have that. I'm yet to reap the rewards of this fame when I'm the guy who does it. I've not... I wouldn't say I reap, have, have reaped any rewards of the fame. If you'd like his autograph, please go up and ask him for his autograph. I guess, I mean, I guess if you need me to sign something, I'll do it. I don't know that you will get much benefit out of it. Prank him into signing a marriage contract. (laughs) Just for fun. But like, like as the justice of the peace or like as one of the, as one of the persons married people. (laughs) Uh, Please don't do that. Please do that. If anyone is trying to marry David, 
now is the perfect time. <laughs> he's just out of college. He's a graphic designer for Camping World. He's very single and loves to mingle. So please. And I hate I hate mingling. <laughs> he's on a podcast with his brother. And he it's loves true. dogs. I am. He loves dogs. I do loves love dogs, actually. Yeah. Family. He loves Batman. I'm a fan of family. He loves... I'm a fan of Batman. Those are the only things that I know that you love, David. CrossFit. He loves CrossFit. I don't actually love... I don't actually love... I've never done CrossFit. And if you love him with all of your being, he will love you with all of his being. <laughs> that is not necessary. I've heard that statement at almost every wedding I've been to. Or something like that. Love her wholly. So at my wedding, I hope no one says that. Because I'll will already because <laughs> I'll already do that. It's not like I need a reminder. That's why we're getting married. No need to be, no need to be best man. Well, you tell me, David. Am I your best man? You're one of them, yeah. Yeah, I'm one of them. I'm not the best man. So I, that means you know, look, I have a lot of David. It of doesn't even matter. Close you, guy, David. You know what? You're being. I was gonna let you're. I, you're chickening out. All right. If you cannot, if you cannot pick a best man, you are not mature enough to get married. You are not ready to get married if you don't have the guts to look at one person and say you are my best man and you can can't look at three other guys and say you are not my best man but i feel you're I feel, not you i was just gonna who gives, why are we even talking about this i'm not who even gives the best man speech then huh we all give the same speech and we like trade off we're like okay now this person is gonna talk now no that you can't do that no i was gonna have you do the speech who has the ring Huh? Who, is who plans the bachelor party? <laughs> who Caleb pumps you up? You think Caleb can throw? Probably you Caleb. think Caleb can throw a better party than me? There's no way. Well, if you want, he can do. No, nope, I'm doing you both. Could throw the party. I'll do the part because no one gets a recognition. You guys can all. No one gets a recognition for the party. No one goes like, and Caleb threw an amazing bachelor party last night. Everyone remembers the best man speech because it brings tears. It's a roast. It's a toast. It's a tearjerker. It's everything. And if done right, you'll become more famous than the groom and the bride. <laughs> <laughs> which is my intent and i will also be proposing to someone at your wedding <laughs> so prepare for that if it's not your wedding then it'll be zoe's <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i will never do that that was a joke okay that was a joke i'll not do that but i am still mad that david cannot just pick a best man because <laughs> that's kind of it just feels it's kind of silly david it hurts. Right, well now I've got all my. It yes. hurts that you're on the fence about it. Like I wouldn't. I'm not. It's not that I wouldn't mind if I wasn't the best man. It's that there's no one. There's no one who's a good enough friend to you that you can just say yes. You are the best man. No, it's that there's multiple people that are good enough friends to me. Just you got just right. Gotta pick so like, one. how am I supposed to say? Just gotta pick one. How am I supposed to say? But that's so. And, and that's so. And until further further notice, 
you will not be my best man. That's just the way a cookie crumbles, David. If you're not willing, what? If you're not willing to just pick a best man, you will not be my best man. I don't even care if it's if I'm not even your best man. I don't even care. You will still, if you just pick someone, you can be my best man. If you pick no one, you are not my best man, because that also means you don't have the guts to be my best man. What do you mean? I don't have the guts to be. You don't have the guts to pick one person. How do you think you can be one? If you don't have the guts to pick one person, how do you have the guts to pick a wife? First of all, if you can't pick from five, (laughs) I would be very worried about your selection of wife. If you have multiple (laughs) best mans, because that means you don't have a backbone. You're not willing to stand up for yourself and take the repercussions <laughs> of not picking other people besides one person for being best man. Wow. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, you should. You know what Jocko would say? He'd say, you're being lame. <laughs> I don't know what Jocko would say. <laughs> you don't have enough respect for yourself, David. You gotta just man up, and if you're a, if you want to be a leader, you gotta make these hard choices. How do I just? I can't just dismiss. Flip a coin. Do a tournament. A three sided coin. Three sided coin. Are there three people in the running? Okay. Well, Jocko would say that if you can't make a decision about this, you're gonna have a hard time being a leader. And leaders, okay, David, have to make decisions like this all the time. Think about what a best man is, though. Amazing. They're amazing. They're the best part of the wedding. Every time the best man comes <laughs> no, down I mean, the aisle, like... I start crying. <laughs> I start to stand up when the best man comes down the aisle, but then people <laughs> make me sit back down. <laughs> there should be a whole but like... separate event for the best man. <laughs> So the best man's responsibilities are possession of the ring. Yes, very big deal. What if they lose it? You've put down a deposit on that ring, I think. I don't know. The best man's speech. Very important, again. And, and the bachelor, bachelor party. party. Also, slash decorating the getaway vehicle. Or, which Well, all the groomsmen do that, right. but the best man is like in charge yeah, of coordinating. You know, he's the head prank master. Also, he's in charge of so, escorting the head maid of honor down the aisle, which is a very important job. Because the maid of honor also is holding the ring for my guy. So that's very important that I get her down the aisle so that my, what do you call like my groom... <laughs> Has his ring. So that's a very important job. So. And he has to plan the party, which is also very important. He has to hype you up on your wedding day, which is also a big, important job. He over. Wait, did you say he has to plan the wedding? He has to plan the wedding. No, he doesn't have to do that. Is that what you said? No, he has to hype. He has to hype up the, the groom. Before that, I don't remember. I honestly do not. We're gonna have to play that. Okay, back. he's got to hype up the groom. He's hype up the groom, and he okay. oversees all food that enters into the groom's mouth to make sure that it's not poisoned, 
which is a very, again, very important job that you can't just let anyone do. So I guess the question is, who do you want to die if someone is trying to poison you? That's the question. So You know what? Like, I don't think anyone's going to try to poison you. So we can just set that criteria out. <laughs> so, but like, why, why is it so irrational for me to want to say, look, there's so many men who are qualified. Three, to be exact. I should delegate. I should divide the responsibilities between the three of them, because and then all of them. You're. There's no need to. One guy can do all of it. Wouldn't you be less stressed if there was other guys backing you up? Like no, that? because what if I get stuck with the party planning? No one like. That's not. A, well, that's I will decide. Not a, I, I will decide. Party planning. I will is decide not who does what. To the speech. How will decide who does what? But you will know. Okay, David, whoever you're going to delegate to be the party planner, just don't make him a best man. Because if you. Yeah, that's one of the best man's no, duties. No, it, but it's such a bad, it's such a lame duty. <laughs> no one wants like party duties. How long have we been, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> Oh, we're only at an hour 16. They only give me dead guy duties. 17. Look. Look, no, that's an important job. No, it's not. It's really Okay, well, then you don't have to do it. Good, because I don't 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 want to. It could be if you, it could be if you applied yourself to the, to the position. Look. You could throw the best bachelor party in history. Actually, no, you can't, because I'm going to do that. For who? For whom? Huh? No, after all of the men, after this, all of the guys that I'm best man yeah, for, right? You're not going to get anyone after you can't pick a best man. No one's going to let you because they're going to. That's not true. Because they're all going to know. They're going to say he can't. He doesn't have a backbone. He's not going to be able to protect my ring. He's not going to be able to give a speech. He'll probably throw a terrible. Party. I can do all of those things, David. You can't because you're weak. Why not? You're weak, David. In the mind. You're not disciplined. You need to discipline yourself, David. You're weak. No, you know what? I am being. No, am you're copying. You're copping out. I'm. You're copping out. You no, don't want to make a I'm, hard decision, so you're copping out by making everyone. You're basically giving a participant ribbon to everyone. You're not giving I'm one person throwing a gold out, medal. I'm throwing out the rule book and doing things my own way. Exactly, and that's what. That's a sign. That's what losers That's the mark do. of a... That's what fake leaders do. That's the mark of the what? That's the mark of the beast, huh? People who try to throw away... People who try to throw away the rules have the mark of the beast on them, and they are... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, you're going to have to scrap this episode, too. <laughs> Just don't do it. You'll be fine. <laughs> people who don't discipline themselves... And chicken out and can't make it can't stand up for themselves. Might as well just not even get married. <laughs> I am standing up for myself because you're saying that I need to pick one. And this I'm is saying, not, I don't want this to. It's not some fairy tale where I'm the oppressive king saying that you have to. You're being pretty belligerent <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. You know? You are. You're like the king who's like, you need to. Ch-. I'm like the princess who's like, <laughs> Wants to be free spirited and do her own thing, and you're like the king who's like, you need to choose a husband. No, Just choose one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. You can't, wait, you're saying I that you, do my own you thing. so 
You know what? Okay, David. I will. I'm in this situation. I'm not choosing since your wedding. Any of them as my husband does not even exist in the foreseeable future. Yeah, I won't get mad at about it. But when your wedding does exist in the foreseeable future, you're going to be getting several emails from me. Strongly worded emails gotcha. too. <laughs> Ooh. And let's just say it bold and italics and even underlined and also they're going to have strike throughs. <laughs> the names of the other uh, candidates. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have strike through. <laughs> I'm just saying the clock is ticking and you're going to have to make a decision. So what's it going to be? The clock is ticking. Me or your wife? <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like that was a pretty good episode. We should, this was a, yeah, except for the end there. Like that, like <laughs> we don't even know what the mark really of the, we don't even know what the mark of the beast is. Apparently, it's not being able to choose the best man. <laughs> yeah, and it's so rare and few and far in between that it doesn't even matter. But let's not repeat our mistakes by continuing to talk about it and then legitimately having to scrap the episode. No, I was just kidding. If you think that you have the mark of the beast. We don't discriminate. <laughs> Are you but, speaking to our listeners now? Yeah. We don't discriminate against people with the mark of the beast. However, do try to get it removed. I don't care. Plastic surgery, <laughs> exorcism, whatever you got to do. Makeup. <laughs> um, this episode sponsored by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. I thought you were going to say something like... Not really. Not- exorcism on the go or something. Well, maybe ZipRecruiter can help you hire an exorcist. ZipRecruiter. Do you need an exorcist? Hire on This Zip episode Recruiter. sponsored by ZipRecruiter. Your road to hired. Is that? I think you know what, David? When you're home and I'm and after I might receive all of the podcast podcast equipment that I requested for Christmas, we should record a couple of ads. We should. We should. That would be fun. We got a lot. Can we do an episode that's just ads? <laughs> we got a lot of good content for you guys coming up. Hopefully, we do. I hope so. What if we did a podcast every day while I was home? We could do that, but I think that it would be very hard to. I think actually, you know what? I bet we could do that. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we could. When do you leave? The thirty first. When is Christmas? The 25th. Okay. Well, same as it has been for what years I'm hoping to get is something that would make it very a lot easier for two people to record in the same place. So maybe we should try to do one every day after Christmas because it would just be infinitely easier. So, anyways, we'll see. Well, okay. may, there might be a special Christmas episode. There will be a special, there will Christmas, be a special Christmas episode. We're going to do a special Christmas episode. We will. And it will be, we'll give you a Christmas haul. We'll tell Christmas stories. We'll, Are we doing a haul? That's a good idea. We will, we will call people and wish them happy Christmas. Oh, that's a good idea. 
Wow, this could be like an extended. We're gonna like, have guests that episode. come in and out. That I don't know. We are. No, I don't think we're gonna do that. It'll just be a fun, dandiel time that you will be able to listen to, sit down, light a Yule log on fire. Hopefully not. Or like not, one of those videos yeah. from Netflix. Like one Turn on one of those fake videos. Sit down with us for two hours, maybe. Wow. That's a lot. I don't know. That's, well, maybe we should just come up with a yeah, list of like stuff let's start and with, just do that. The ideas. We don't know how long it'll be. Um, but look forward to that. Hopefully, it'll be good. We could sing some Christmas carols. I thought about getting a karaoke machine that we could hook up onto this podcast, and then every episode we sing a new karaoke song. <laughs> but I don't know. We don't have the budget. We don't really have the budget for that. So. All right, that was it. That was episode. Which is a great segue into supporting our Patreon. Um, not yet. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing, but oh, okay. I mean, I haven't done anything with it, so I probably should check that out first. Tentatively, That's might not... have a. <laughs> if you want to just send us some money, if you do, uh, I don't want to give out my address. If you I'll have give my out number, your you address. <laughs> uh, just put it in the mail. Just put a bunch of money in the mail and see who gets it. That'd be fun. <laughs> For whoever gets it. Just, yeah. I guess it would just return to sender, wouldn't it? Probably. Probably. Okay, that was episode seven. I hope you guys enjoyed. You guys are getting two episodes this week. How cool. Was that episode seven? This is episode seven. I think you're Last right. time was episode six, Sleepover with Silas. Right. Which I hope... What are you going to call this episode? I'm going to call it The Mark of the Beast. <laughs> I'm going to call it... <laughs> Please don't call it that. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. What did we talk about? Uh, we did the We should call it our true character. <laughs> we'll call it exposed. That's what I'm going to call it with a question mark. It's going to be exposed question or not question mark exclamation point. I think that's a good title. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Oh, wait, it's, it's okay. What? Yeah. Thank you for listening. Continue to listen. Until the end of this podcast. I will see you guys next time. We'll, no, we won't. Yeah, we will. No, we can't see them at all. It's all audio. We will speak at you. I will see you next they, time. Yeah. Next time we're recording this podcast, David we'll be probably... Returning home, the prodigal son returns on... Not really a prodigal son. Thursday. David is returning on Thursday. So if you would like to go pick up David from the airport on Thursday, I guess no one listened. Well, maybe. David will be arriving at the Portland. (laughs) Mom. (laughs) Mom, please don't forget. I know you're going to be listening to this probably on Thursday. That's probably when I'll release it. Maybe maybe she's listening to this while she's driving to the airport to pick me up. I hope not because that means that I will also be in the car listening to this episode, which I usually do not do. So I will speak, we will speak at you the next time David and I will be together. We will be able to reach out and touch each other. How great. Uh, speaking of, so speaking of touching each other, I have a, Uh-oh. I have a memory. Where is this going? I have a memory that, you know what? I'm not going to tell it, but I'm going to ask you about it. And then later, and then ask you on the podcast? if we can tell it. No, not on the podcast. Outside of the podcast. Oh, ask you if I can tell air. the story. 
And so that way, if I tell it and you don't want it to be known, we don't have to scrap this whole episode. So, okay, I'm wrapping it up. I've been wrapping it up for the past five minutes. Okay. Dinner is ready, so I need to go as well. All right. Oh, mom is here. Do you want? Mom is going to go get it. Zoe. Does that mean dinner is not ready? Oh, it is ready. Okay. Keep on. Big ups to mom. Big ups to mom for making dinner. She made a whole chicken. How crazy is that? (laughs) What do I, I always forget my outro. Keep on jabbering. Uh, keep on jabbering. Wait, did I say, do I say keep on jabbering first? Or do I end with keep on jabbering? Uh, I think you kind of like mix it I up. I mix it up every time. That's right. We're like, uh, we don't conform to society. We're throwing out the rules. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. Keep on jabbering and peace out, Girl Scouts. I love you. <laughs>